First Team America, Patriot Network, by Patriots, for Patriots, across all sides of the aisle, from all walks of life. We are your information source for all kinds of shenanigans going on. Anyway, today is Thursday, I believe it's the 18th, 2022. Really, really, really interesting times. Biden and the corrupt Dems just passed a huge spending bill at a time when there's too much money floating around in the system. Quantitative tightening is the new term being thrown out there by the Fed and the other banking idiots that are making money on either side of the equation, win or loss. Um, But yet in the bill, all kinds of pork spending, all kinds of things for government intrusion, expansion, and uh, adding uh, a large chunk to revenue collection, uh, supposedly towards the 5,200 billionaires in the U.S. It is an interesting mix that it takes uh, 90,000 new agents to go after billionaires. It's really not that. Uh, it would be interesting to see if those agents would be used on any of the uh, foreign funds, foreign aid, call it. It's really a fucking slush fund uh, that comes back to politicians and they get their family members on boards of these in these countries or these private uh, international companies as advisors. And uh, a lot of that money is repatriated that way, among other ways. Um, but they'll never do that because that's not what they want to do that would ensnare uh, the protected class from the little class. One of the other interesting things happening at this time, years ago, the feds, the FBI lost all credibility uh, to the one sitting in the office trying to listen to this program and look for tidbits of stuff. Probably the ones uh, who were there at their desk having to listen to my my little podcast. Uh, good luck. You know, I know it's not the job you were hired on for. I know you're probably sitting there thinking, how in the world is my agency sitting on evidence and sat on evidence and now planning evidence on a sitting former sitting former president? How is this even possible? I don't know. I'm going to keep my mouth shut and just do what they tell me so I can keep a paycheck rolling in and keep my badge because it makes me feel powerful. You know, the whole creation of all of these agencies ultimately is always designed for intentions and purposes that it's never ultimately used for. TSA, huge bloated agency. Yes, I understand we need air security privatized systems much better and people can be held accountable. Any Name anything the government has got their hands into that is run very well. Do it. Hit me up at news at firstteamamerica.com news, N-E-S-W at 1-S-T-T-E-A-M A-M-E-R-I-C-A dot com. Name one agency. I'll send you a t-shirt. Send you a free t-shirt. Name one thing the U.S. government has done well that it's running or overseeing. You can't. But anyway, 
to those guys that are sitting in the office listening to my my tiny little podcast, think about it. How is it that your agency, the FBI, and there's a lot of good agents in there, a lot of former ones that are really speaking out and saying they don't recognize that agency anymore and that they're ashamed by it. Um, how is it that your agency could have sat on the laptop from hell from Hunter Biden through the most important times and not looked into it, not looked into the child porn, the child rapes, the drug use in front of federal agents, the drug purchases in front of federal agents assigned to protect that Cretan Hunter Biden. And you knew about it and you didn't report it, but yet you're supposed to enforce the law. Yeah, I know it's a bit troubling to understand why those crimes weren't investigated and still aren't and how the arrangements of U.S. taxpayer cash being brought back into the country is probably not worth looking at. I understand. Um, it does. It does really present a conundrum for many of those who who grew up wanting to be an FBI agent. I mean, after all, look at the movies and the TV shows. They're always glorifying the the law and order. The the agents and officers is above the law. Most of them are honorable, but then there's a sect that's dishonorable, and that is definitely true. And they're always glorifying those types of actions of kicking doors in and shooting people. And, and you know, a good buddy of mine who's former retired Tier 1, one of the highest, one of the best groups out there that didn't until recently uh, run out there and try to get publicity for their self-gratification and monetization, mentioned that a lot of the agents... A lot of the people in law enforcement love the power. There's a narcissistic tendency and just wanted to shoot people, hurt people. And it's true. It is true to an extent. Power is often abused by those who are given that power to protect and serve. But it's very often abused. So much so, in fact, they had a uh, police officer recently arrested for a campus rape of a student that they're there to protect. And they finally busted his corrupt ass, which is great. I guess my point with bringing this up is that you can't fall for the facade of law and order when law and order is the one out there hiding the crimes, cleaning up the crimes, not prosecuting the, the, the crimes. And then uh, we all, we all are, in a pattern of worshiping law enforcement on so many levels. And I'm not knocking law and order. Anytime you have humans involved in something, it traditionally can go sideways pretty quick. So it's all a matter of, of, of making sure that the departments are being run right that the bosses are honorable and are, and are enforcing the laws properly. We're going to take a short break real quick. First team America. So anyway, so we're talking about the corruption within the law enforcement agencies. We've seen it in the, in the SEAL teams on so many fronts. One of the things that I'm still 
researching and looking into is the mysterious death or so-called suicide of Joe, Commander Joe Price, which is entirely not something a man of his talents and intelligence would have done two days before Christmas. I'll release that podcast a little bit in the future here. Um, then you got Melgar that was killed by the SEALs over in Africa because he wouldn't take money and misuse money and all kinds of other things happening over there. Um, when we, just for your reference as a listener or joining us today, we're not picking, we're not, we're not saying the entire uh, agency or units are completely corrupt. We're just saying they're suffering from the crosis of the failure to do right and um, act in a manner of which is befitting for those in that position. So today we find ourselves wondering if the FBI should be disbanded. I'm of the opinion, just like in the private world, be slow to hire, quick to fire. That's probably what should happen at this point. There is nothing left in that agency that gives people on the streets confidence that they're capable of completing the mission or even understanding what their mission really is. Here you've got an agency that has increased the scope of its so-called mission and is out there Put it this way, when is the last time you heard the feds busted up a child sex trafficking ring? Go ahead, I'll wait. When is the last time you heard the the feds busted uh, uh, Chinese spies on U.S. soil? Go ahead, I'll wait. When is the last time you heard about the feds looking into the fast and furious drug running operation to see who killed Agent Terry and what and whether the operation to let guns walk across an international border by U.S. government officials was ever investigated by the feds. Go ahead, I'll wait. It's because it wasn't. Their mission is not just to go after street thugs, which are easy pickings for them. It's also to go after those in government who are misusing the office, the agencies, the units, and ensure that there's a modicum of law and order within the actual agencies and units responsible for either protecting this nation, which they all are supposedly are, and ensuring that their members are not on the take, are not selling out this country for personal benefit. And what we've witnessed is uh, is, is troubling And what we don't know on certain things that should have been deeply investigated and consistently, there's been no movement. So today's podcast, let's just focus in on that. We can dissect these things. It is is worth discussing whether or not such a bloated agency, which has failed the people on so many fronts at this point, sitting on evidence, not prosecuting crimes, using informants and their own people to try to, the Whitmer fed mapping thing, using the, 
their own people to try to generate uh, activities so that they, they could show it in the paper that, yeah, these people that criticize the government and the corruption are trying to kidnap a fucking witch governor and then fall completely on your fucking faces because you've got more feds and informants than you actually had members of the so-called militia. When you really look at how they've tried to malign the average American citizen who's very loyal to this country and always try to spool up some type of of fed uh, wish list such as, oh God, he hates the country. Let's get him. Let's, let's cook up some type of activity where we can get some press. We need some press. We need some good press, kind of like the ATF down at uh, Waco. Hey, let's bring a, a news crew and let's go raid the Branch Davidians who are afraid the U.S. government's going to come after them. And uh, let's wait. We'll get Koresh at home rather than when he's meeting with the sheriff or out on the streets because we need some press. Let's show them. Let's show these, these uh, separatists how tough we are. Then they got their asses shot up. And limped away. And then those agents who are actually good guys as part of it, probably like, what in the fuck is this? And many still are. I have, I know a number of retired LE who are just shaking their heads in disbelief at what we're witnessing with the lack of enforcement on known crimes, crimes that criminal activities by a protected class. And so should the FBI be disbanded? Is it what what good things have they done? And really their fruits of their work should show. They should, we should be able to point the stuff of why a bloated agency that's running around the world flying with the presidents and operating out of embassies and doing all kinds of subversion activities in the U.S. and outside to generate some some work, should they be disbanded? What benefit do they have at this point? I don't have any loyalty to any agency or um, that our country has. My loyalty is to this country, 100%. And so I'm not going to sit here and protect any departments or agencies or tier one units from any scrutiny or questioning. It's not my job. In fact, it's it's honorable to question whether the juice is worth the squeeze and are they really doing what they're supposed to be doing. We can look at Customs and Border Patrol. The guys want to do their jobs, but their D.C. leaders won't let them because they're politicized. We don't have a secure border. It's a deliberate effort to not secure the border. And we know this. And so when we look at the FBI, for example, and the misuse by the by Hoover, who was a traumatized homosexual and a narcissist psychopath, and how he used the agency and how they how they, you know, tried to make them hearers in the fight against organized crime, there's really you know, there's a song lyric says, the gang and the government, they're no different by Jane's Addiction. Great song, by the way. Um, and it's true. You've got two different gangs fight for control of the streets. And then typically the gangs fight amongst themselves. Um, you know, like the prohibition on alcohol. Um, 
Have you noticed that, as I mentioned, that when's the last time the feds busted up child sex trafficking? When's the last time the feds started investigating the child rapists who are on the Epstein flight logs? When's the last time the FBI was digging into Epstein Island other than to show up on boats and take his computer drives and stuff from the island? You know, many people with working knowledge of the intelligence agencies, and maybe they were, maybe they weren't part of it, have often speculated that the FBI is merely the cleanup team for a lot of corrupt efforts or scenes and situations that kind of went south. I don't know if that's far off. I don't, you know, it seems plausible to me. Is it plausible? That's the other thing. Everybody wants to say, oh, that's conspiracy, blah, 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 whatever. We don't fall for that crap anymore. Is it plausible that the FBI did not know when presidents were getting onto Epstein's plane to go to Orgy Island? Is it plausible the feds had no idea no idea that underage girls were being trafficked for sex. Is it plausible? On one side, and this is why I say this, I'm picking on the FBI today. You look at the shows that, that glorify the agency and the agents are all, all right around with guns and chasing bad guys all the time and doing that stuff. It's, it's anything but that type of work. It's tedious, it's boring. Probably the, the biggest complaints are the processes inside, dealing with bosses that cowards, getting onto cases or knowing about cases, but being told to stand down. You guys who's listening right now are probably sitting at your desk, bored out of your fucking board, trying to, being told to look for any type of evidence or information that you can pin upon Joe Citizen, who is criticizing U.S. government and try to make it domestic extremism because they're speaking out. You've been told and given the pamphlets that anybody that loves the country and is upset that Hillary got away with operating national secret uh, documents and having them on her home server didn't get charged, but yet you're going after you know, other people and being told to look for anybody who likes firearms is suddenly a domestic extremist. Anybody who's a supporter of the Second Amendment is a domestic extremist. Anybody who is a former military member, and I hope the military members listening to my show today realize you are a target. You've always been a target. And why are you a target? And how can I say that you're a target? If you look at some of the past bulletins that have come out, they're really concerned about former military, retired military. And you're a threat to them because you've been tactically trained and you're not some uh, two-bit thug who hasn't been trained in the latest technology and tactics by the U.S. government. And why you're a threat is because you're very supportive of the oath you took to defend this country from all enemies, foreign and domestic. And you're also a threat because you're probably not going to take a 
a misuse or abuse of power lightly. That's why you're a threat. And that you're often, as a retired or former military member, you know the inner workings of stuff. You're, you're, you know, you might have been just supply or something like that, but you were still trained to a level of how to use a firearm. And they can't have people that have that knowledge that they consider as possible adversaries or someone that will push back to illegal activity or illegal enforcement. And you're a threat to them because your your allegiance is with this country and the correct rule of law, not whatever they're selectively enforcing today. And so just, you know, I bring that up because that's, that's where this, it seems to federal agencies go. Do you remember? And we talked and you've seen it. I'm sure you remember the summer of, of destruction by the Dems, how Antifa and others were given a pass by the federal government, by state governments, local governments, depending upon the political voting of the mayors and town councils and prosecuting attorneys that stood by uh, when the cops were big, uh, when that one lawyer was attempting to firebomb the cops in a vehicle, that was a justified shoot. I don't know why the police in that car did not shoot that person running up with the Molotov cocktail. There were two of them. I'm sure you can look up that article. And yet, during all that lawlessness, where were the feds? Who organized all the brick drops? Feds nowhere to be found. Who is moving Antifa? all around the U.S. to various large cities and coordinating supplies and money. Where were the feds? Who was investigating when all those activities were taking place? It seems nobody. But yet, but yet, hold on. Oh, man, have we got one. We got about 11 FBI agents and a couple informants trying to entrap some citizens into this fednapping plot to, to kidnap Whitmer, the Nazi uh, governor or whatever the hell she is up there. And it's fallen on its face. So many times the feds have tried to set people up because listen, I am sure that some have been contacted by these agencies needing some help in certain things or wanting to pay them to be informants and work with them. Look at Ray Epps. Guys out there saying, we're going into the Capitol. We have to go into the Capitol. We're going into the Capitol. And where is he? Has he been charged? No. That whole thing was a setup. It was a planned operation to allow the politicians to ignore the protests by states on the certification of the election. Where are the feds in investigating the intrusion into all of the Dominion voting machines? Hasn't happened, has it? Because they were part of the coordination. And I wouldn't trust them to be part of it now anyway, because the results will be destroyed as they're going to be destroyed here soon. And uh, we won't have any accountability. Just know, and, and many of us, you know, they always say you're a conspiracy theorist because you don't believe what we're trying to lie to you about. Skepticism is not a conspiracy. When two plus two is six, you have a healthy dose of skepticism, and it's okay to have that. But why should the FBI be disbanded? 
the FBI should be disbanded because they've no longer proven to be have integrity, to have accountability, to be doing the correct things that need to be done per their mission statement. And what they are now being used for is for politicized weaponry against the political opponents. That never works out well, ever. There's many other agencies and bloated government bureaucracies that need to be uh, expired. The whole revenue collection and the many levels and stuff needs to be redone. The immigration process needs to be done. We And why does it take so long for Congress to try to come up and fix these things? But yet, in the dead of night, we get a spending bill of probably 32 million pages. And nobody's read it, but they got to vote on it. And this is how business is done. It's It has been set up to where it doesn't work. Because it's beneficial for the people that are involved that it doesn't work. So that they can continue the corruption. And where are the feds on that? How does Liz Cheney go from what were they saying worth six million to being worth thirty-six to forty-four million in six years? How is it that they're never investigating members of Congress for the dramatic increases in wealth, but yet they're hiring eighty-seven thousand, ninety thousand? revenue collection agents to go after all the little people, especially the ones that speak out about government corruption. How is that possible? Because they, the system is designed to be used to keep the corruption going. Yesterday, I have had a friend send me some video from Las Vegas. The SHOT Show is a large hunting uh, outdoor shooting sports show has a law enforcement section and many of the federal agencies were and state and local love to go to that so they like to see the new technology and uh, I hate Vegas by the way I can't stand it I think that air that that city is shit it's a gambling city there's nothing good about it in my opinion whether you like it or not I don't care um, places running out of water Anyway, their governor, Shitstack, is exactly what his name is. Um, very corrupt. But anyway, what happened recently, a member from, uh, and it's on YouTube, by the way. Um, it's a guy that's a uh, cyber hackers attending DEF CON, which is a, a large cybersecurity show. And uh, he probably had some of his uh, competitors uh, make some statements about him or something. But anyway, he's also a uh, involved in the firearm industry. He's pro-Second Amendment. But from the video, he's rousted out of his bed at 11 p.m. at the Paris Hotel in Las Vegas by pounding on his door like a drug raid, telling him, open the door, come out now. And he looks through the peephole. He's in his underwear. He's wakened by these this shouting. He sees what appears to be SWAT guys standing out front with a guy in a suit telling him, open the door and please come out now. Basically, with your hands up. But if you watch that video, you get a glimpse into several things that probably occurred that nobody wants to probably address or talk about. One of those things is, so anyway, let me describe the rate. So <clears throat> I think it's like a 10 or 20 minute encounter. 
they said, come out of your room. Do you have a firearm in there? And he says, do I what? Do you have firearms in there? And he says, why do you suspect me of having a firearm? And they won't tell him why they suspect him of having a firearm. According to the video and the guy whose room was raided, the only discussion he had with hotel security was trying to find out where to find a cup of coffee at 8 a.m. in the morning. If you've ever been to Vegas, it is hard to try to find coffee and basic essentials there because they are suffering from a lack of employees. If you haven't been there since COVID, if you have, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, gone are the days and, and have been for two decades now where Vegas was known for great food and and uh, and reasonable t- rates. I've been going there for 20-something, 25, nearly 25 years now um, for work. And gone are the days that you could have coffee quickly delivered to your room. They don't even have the coffee makers in the room, from what, what I recall, depending on the hotel. Anyway... That was his only encounter with security. He was asking where to find a cup of coffee. So anyway, long story short, they're standing there. He's in his underwear. They tell him to come out in the hall. Nobody will see him. But come out with your hands up and don't move. And he suddenly moves. You know, first off, hotel security, I'm glad they're there. But stop playing cop. When you look at the, the guys dressed up in their SWAT gear and shit, they might be pretty good. They may, may be trained. Most probably aren't. And most probably are there because they couldn't be cops. and couldn't make the SWAT team. But suddenly they're hotel SRT, special response team. Anyway, they're in his room at this point because they're saying throughout this that the hotel has the right to search any guests at any time. And keep that in mind when you go to Vegas. That as long as you've paid your money... They got your money, and if they want to come to your door now and accuse you of having firearms or something illegal, it's pro- those pro- are probably going to increase. That's the other part, too. We've never heard a plausible investigation on the Las Vegas shooting and what, how it happened. Is it possible it could have happened? Many people I've talked to that were there said they heard automatic weapons fire from several sources and not just one hotel room. I'm not going to get into that at this point. But anyway, in this shakedown of the guest in the hotel, uh, the guest starts getting pissed because he's like, why do you suspect me of having a firearm in my room or firearms? So they they make him open up the safe. And the one of the SRT guys with his hair all slicked back is like, don't, don't reach in there or I have to put you in flex cuffs. Oh, we're fucking shaking. Barney Fife. And, uh, He opens up the safe, and there's not a fucking weapon in the room. So everybody on the raid team is suddenly looking like, oh, fuck, there is no gun in here. We just rousted this guy out of bed. Damn it, we can't get any action now and beat somebody up or arrest him in our hotel. Now we've got to cover our ass and tell them we're very sorry, as if an apology fucking works at this point. It doesn't fucking work. And they refuse to tell them how they came up with the information of why they selected him in his room to come in and see if he had firearms. They won't tell him that. Of course not. Now they look like a bunch of fucking idiots that they are for rousting a guy out of his room under the suspicion that he supposedly had a firearm. 
anyway, the a lawyer, there's an interview he has with the lawyer who, who actually put this online, which is great to see. And I'm sure he's going to sue and rightfully so, because the suspicion on this one is, is that he's a cybersecurity guy at DEF CON. You're going to have intelligence agencies there uh, attending and trying to learn the best and hire these guys to do dirty work for them. Uh, mostly violating citizens' rights. They are not used in the capacity that you would assume they'd be used to protect this country. No, they're either wanting to be used to dig up dirt on others, which is already happening on the federal level uh, from the large spy agencies already and the data capturing, whether it's through Five Eyes or through their own systems that they claim would only be used for overseas efforts but are used entirely uh, and mostly here on the U.S., always trying to keep a lid on dissent of the corruption. Um, so anyway, this the the guy's interviewed, and he's like, "This is this is insane." He says, "I am a firearms owner and user, and I think he even has a, a special tax to manufacture or have certain things, which is entirely bullshit as well. That it requires a tax." To have certain things. Remember, if your employment is subject to a tax, then they can certainly control competition in those markets, and that's what they're there for. Um, but anyway, he's, uh, you know, the lawyer makes some good points. He's like, who provided them with this information? Was it a federal agency? If it was a federal agency or a list that these hotels in Vegas probably have that has been told by them to, hey, if you want to check your guest list against our list and see what pops or pings, here's the, here's someone to call. And everybody always loves this attention from the feds when they're like, hey, man, this is the feds. Hey, man. Um, hey, uh, hey, you have any suspicious people staying there? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, listen, if you find any, why don't you call me and uh, we'd be glad to run them against the list. And uh, so anyway, the lawyer probably has a really good case on this. How does he have a good case? Well, if they're supplied any access by government lists that have made this individual show up and they're sharing these lists with private companies, there's probably some constitutional rights violations as a result. And I know they can make that case that now in the capacity of the hotel is law enforcement, they're getting access to U.S. government data lists there can be some constitutional violations. I hope this guy sues the fuck out of this Caesars group or whatever hotel owns, owns whatever group owns these hotels. And everybody who is a constitutional rights supporter, they're always, you know, they can't continue the corruption unless they violate your rights. And to get you to be quiet, they have to come in and threaten you with all kinds of trumped up shit to get you to be silent or pay you to be silent. I hope he sues big, but uh, if you Google it, uh, it just happened recently, August 11th through the 14th, sometime, some uh, some period of that time frame. But the video is posted on YouTube. You can you can look it up. Uh, but it is interesting to see, and I predict that later on this year, that when Shot Show happens, just like when Shot Show years ago, the Feds uh, tried to uh, uh, get people to do. Uh, uh, illegal stuff so that they could do a raid during Obama's time and vilify the gun industry. 
ultimately, they want to take away your ability to, to have firearms. And how do they do that? Well, they're, what they're going to do is they're going to weaponize certain agencies to make you a criminal so, uh, so that you can't have firearms. And that will be their thing, except that's 90 million plus Americans. That's going to be a hard one to do. And not many people are going to give up their firearms regardless of what a paper says. Um, that's just the way it's, it, it's going to roll. Um, and so it's yet another reason of, of abuses that these agencies won't look into and rectify and keep things according to the rule of law. They have to operate outside the lines of law and order in many cases to try to build cases. So it's important to know that what you're seeing in the press and what you're not seeing is all important. And especially with the FBI's inability or refusal to enforce laws and to look into government corruption and to hold individuals responsible for law and order and wearing a badge at a higher level. And the fact that the politicized FBI now has lost all credibility with the average Americans is is not a small issue. And it's one that's going to go progressively worse. Now, when they're trying to, after the Trump raid, try to say that anybody who likes guns is suddenly a uh, plotting subversive activities against the agency, you know, which is all bullshit. It's an attempt to hide the corruption within the agency by placing the blame onto uh, people, the citizens. See, and that's the other part you should know too. They never go heavy against bike gangs illegal that are doing illegal activities. They never go heavy against those who are a tough opposition. They always go heavy against the type that are doing the right thing and trying not to break laws, the 100 million we have on the books that are there for the little people but not the protected class. But they do that because normal people don't want violence. They just want to be left alone and live their lives and try to be productive and enjoy their families. And they'll always go heavy against the smaller people, the people who support law and order because they like that's when they get abusive. That's when they like to enjoy their power, the badge, and the narcissistic tendencies come out. True stuff. Not the only one that says this. It's known uh, even by especially um, those wearing the badge or, or responsible. And it happens at law enforcement all around. Look at some of your local deputies. I mean, they didn't get that job because they were qualified. They got that job because they have friends or favors. And I'm not just picking on those guys, but, you know, there is... There is not an equal application of law and order within the agencies that are responsible for law and order. So, sorry to burst your bubble today. You can you can see all kinds of examples of that. And again, you know, the whole premise of today's show was at what point in time should we get rid of agencies that are no longer useful nor doing their sole purpose and intended missions. And in my opinion, it's it's beyond time to get rid of them. It's kind of like when DHS, Department of Homeland Security, uh, came aboard and uh, tried to be the parent 
of all the other law and order agencies. And now we have this bloated agency um, that has some usefulness in certain things. I'm not saying they're entirely unuseful and that we don't need these certain things, but when they're denying the basic responsibilities of their job because they're being told not to look into the Epstein flight log, not to look into who's a child rapist, not to look into who's moving drugs into the country on government vehicles, not to look into uh, who's on the take, and not to look into at the highest level who, which one of these bureaucrats who's telling us to stand down on looking into Hunter Biden's laptop and then you know, try to intimidate the guy who turned it in to be silent. Why are you not looking into those cases? Needs to come out and be a whistleblower. You don't have to report it directly to your organization because they're not going to get it out and they're going to target you. You need to get it out to the many sources out there, such as my podcast or others, that will gladly help you get the information out as long as it's truthful and expose many of these high crimes. So anyway... Um, I'm going to end this today. I've enjoyed this. I hope you are too. If, if, if not, oh, well, the next one, next podcast should be better. But, uh, you know, not all is what it seems in the kingdom. And uh, the, the veil of law and order is often just a veil. And unfortunately, um, especially all the honorable guys that are doing the job and trying to do the right thing, hats off to you. Keep doing what you're doing, but expose what you know is corruption within your departments, within your agencies, within your units. You have to expose the corruption. You can no longer turn a blind eye to that level of malfeasance and uh, outright corruption. You have to report it. You took an oath to this country to protect it against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and to do and to operate with integrity in honor. Look in the mirror. Anyway, hey, peace out. Uh, hats off to everybody. First Team America Patriot Network by Patriots for Patriots across all sides of the aisle from all walks of life. want to thank all our international listeners. Please get this out there in your country. Um, and we appreciate that. Hit me up at news at firstteamamerica.com. And uh, love any questions or comments or prove me wrong on anything that I had said. Always looking to learn. Thank you so much. God bless America. God bless you and your families.